Yay! Welcome to Bedside Bonus Episode 3. Wow. Episode 3. Yay! I turned you on, but I still... Ooh, I turned you on. I'm sorry. (laughs) I turned you on. I have a lot more energy than I have been having before bed. Because I'm going to bed earlier than I have been. Because I have to wake up at like 3 a.m. For an adventure. <laughs> and I'm excited for this adventure. Um, but I turned you on. Again, I just want to laugh at that. <laughs> I gotta get my head out of the gutter. Um, but I still have to respond to a text message. Um, yay! That's the response to that I'm having to the text message. Um, congrats. Congratulations. Okay. My phone's like, you don't ever say congrats. I do sometimes. (laughs) I feel like my phone in my brain just talked back at me and it was like, who do you think you are? A balloon? (laughs) I don't know why I thought that was funny. I think I'm funny sometimes. I journaled before bed. I've been... Oh my god, the Bluetooth is just so scary. I mean, I actually... I have a Google Home, and I just told her to stop listening to me. I was like, you know what? I don't even think you need to be in my room anymore. Like, in my old apartment, Google Home is in my room. And it was actually, it was so funny, because sometimes I'd be, like, in it, you know, with somebody else. And I would want to skip the song that was playing, and I'd be like, I'm so sorry, excuse me. And they'd be like, what, are you going to fart? Like, what's going to happen? And then I'd just be like, okay, Google, skip song. And, like, they'd be like, oh, that's normal. And I'd be like, no, it's really weird to, like, speak to a third object in the room while we're, you know. I think that's weird. So I'm going to say excuse me. Um, But now she's off. I think my Google Home is a she. I think she has a female voice. Hmm, that's... Mm, let's look at that. I, I guess, <laughs> I guess if I have to, like, if I have to, I would say that when I got the Google Home, it just spoke to me, and I mean, it speaks to everyone, and it speaks to me, and the voice is feminine, and, um, and I named it Cilantro, and for some reason, that just gravitated for me to use she, her pronouns. And I'm really polite to her, and she used to not like it when I was polite, it would be too many words, but now she's okay with it. She doesn't really say like, thank you, or you're welcome, like I'll say thank you, and please, and she'll just do stuff, and I'm like, okay. But before, I'd say please, and then she'd, like, look up the word please, too, or, like, just attach it to something else, and I'd be like, nah, yo, you know what I mean. But she didn't really, so. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm writing in my journal before bed. I'm trying to get back into that. I, like, have been, I have been thinking about writing in my journal for months. I mean, like, my bed buddy when I was doing that I was like damn Janelle you should be journaling like you should journal but I was like nah I mean I'm really aware of what's happening 
I don't feel like out of the know or out of control. And so that's the thing that I really want to work on. I want to journal just because, like I used to journal just because. And now usually, not this time, but usually journaling is a response or an effect to something that has like, um, for lack of a better word, triggered me. <laughs> That's the sound of the oil, I think, again. Yeah, it's pretty windy. It was like 24 degrees the other night. But I'm still going to bed in, like, jumpsuits or, like, rompers. That's what these are called. I call them jumpies sometimes, but, you know, my real jumpsuits are jumpies. These are rompers. Um, I kind of, like, I love, actually, I love walking around my house like this. Super comfortable. <laughs> um, back to journaling. Oh, yeah. Gosh, you know I have a lot of energy because I'm just, like, distracted, distracted, distraction. And another one. And another one. Um, um, journaling. <laughs> it's really interesting to journal. I want to do it all the time. I've done it for three nights in a row, but also I conveniently like, um, <laughs> um, the person who I was talking to on the phone before bed last week, um, we decided that, like, we wouldn't do that anymore, and then I was like, okay, cool, I expect to have, like, my nights back. And then this other person <laughs> has um, also just wanted to talk at night, which is nice. I like talking at night, um, but also it means that I don't usually get to record these until, you know, I'm not going to tell you what day it is, but it's not the day that I wanted to record this, but it's okay. Life happens. Make a beautiful baby. So journaling, yeah, I'm doing it. It's nice. I've done it for the last two nights. Um, the first night was like really brief. The first night back is always really brief. Oh, you know what was really interesting is that today, yesterday I read a book. I read, I'm trying to read a book a day. Today I read um, well, I read up yesterday, I keep saying a book, and people are like, mm. yesterday I read, uh, so you wanna start a podcast, or, or whatever that book is called, it's really good, it was really informative, it's really nice to sometimes read a book, and be like, oh yeah, I'm doing that, oh, I did that, oh, I had that idea naturally, and the book didn't tell me, and now the book is telling me, and the Aries in me sometimes is just like, I wish I didn't read that from the book because now people are going to think that I got it from the book and I knew it before the book. But it's not about that. <laughs> and I really want to release myself from that feeling and that reaction. Um, so I read that book yesterday. Or maybe I read that book the day before yesterday and then didn't read a book yesterday. I don't know. But today I read go ask Alice for the first time and oh my goodness talk about journaling like whoa that book um, I believe it was banned still when I was in middle school and high school um, but I was talking to my like ex-lover about it today and they were like yeah I read it in sixth grade and I 
feel like I just said LOL and like did the like monkey covering eye emoji because it's just like LOL monkey covering eye emoji <laughs> um, I think my equivalent of that was this film called 13 um, and I think the most infamous phrase from that film for me is no bra no panties no bra no panties which is what this 13 year old girl says to her mother to freak her mother out I don't really understand why that happens but it's also funny because she is wearing one of those I can't remember which one because it's been a while oh yeah I think it's a I think it's underwear because she's like whale tailing and it's back when like whale tailing was like really an important thing but I probably watched that film when I was like 14 or maybe 13 and I was just like whoa oh my goodness wow intense um but for the most part I still wore my bra and panties now, yeah, you probably, you're lucky, I mean, you're lucky, no one cares, really, what underwear I wear. Um, <laughs> so, oh, yeah, oh, so then today when I was journaling, I kept kind of hearing, um, the voice that I imagined Alice to have while journaling, and I was like, no, this is my journal, my journal in my brain. These are my thoughts. Not hers. Oh, <laughs> I'm hungry because I got home and I just unpacked like a like a mad person. Except not mad. It was really funny. Also, <laughs> I like unpacked while also trying to take a shower. Like, I was telling myself, I was like, oh, I'll take a shower and then I'll go unpack. So I like prepped my clothes in the bathroom and then I saw something in the bathroom and I was like, oh, let me unpack this and then put that away. And then I went out into the living room and the bedroom and was like, oh, let me do this. Let me do that. And then I was like, and then I got back into the bathroom and I was like, oh yeah, I was going to take a shower. So I like took off one part of my clothing and then put it out into the laundry and then started cleaning again. And then cleaned so much seasoned chicken and then was like, oh yeah. I should go shower now. And then I took a shower. Cool story, bruh. Um, but I guess that's also an example of how distracted I've been tonight. So, yeah. Oh, but I'm hungry. That's what I was saying. Wow, keep up. I hope you're keeping up. Oh my goodness, that thing from last week its really stuck with me. Um, because I was like, oh, I'm sleeping and I'm forgetting it. And then when I was editing it, I was like, I really want to understand what I was talking about. I kind of understand what I was talking about. Don't forget. I won't forget. A pause. <laughs> I keep talking about being hungry because I cleaned and I didn't eat. I did seasoned chicken, but then I didn't. It was too late for me to eat because I was going to bed soon. So instead, I pulled out an Uncrustable from my freezer and it's like under my bum right now warming up so that I can eat it after I finish this it'll make a lot of noise so you don't want to hear me do it okay back from the Uncrustable I paused I was talking about my distractions for the day damn now I kind of forgot what I wanted to talk about 
this could maybe oh my gosh now I remember now also I just want to say that that's a lot of my life like I'm just my brain is moving so fast that you just gotta catch it when it's like looping back next time and I did catch it and I, I'm it is slowly pulling away from me but I'm trying to pull it coming back and it's the the thing that I was trying to explain to you like how do you hold someone accountable and how do you think about holding people accountable and I was like a is a is the expectation you have when you hold someone accountable and C is the outcome of that expectation that you don't know but B is the outcome of A's expectation that you was, you thought would happen and D oh fuck A outcome C expectation so then B is the outcome and D is the expectation that you had originally from that outcome. So you started with an expectation, then you had an outcome that you thought would happen, and you had the expectation that you thought would happen from that. And the like crazy variable in this space is actually C. <laughs> because C is this like the real outcome that no one could expect even though you you have your expectation from the beginning like that this outcome this C outcome almost doesn't even really attach to A it doesn't really it like floats like I'm looking at a Venn diagram almost and there's A and then there's like a a, a connecting line to B and then there's a connecting line from B going down because this is like kind of like a circle um, that is called D and then there's the C circle that's next to the D circle and under the A circle and adjacent to the this the B circle but it's not connected to any of them um, and that my friend is my philosophy about accountability um, let's spread a book <laughs> actually twice today um maybe it's because i've been reading more books i thought i want to write a book and i've kind of wanted to write a book for a while i want to release a book of poetry y'all get to hear some of them and some of my just like random poems that i make for the show i mean nothing's random everything's attached to something but some of the ones that i make for the show specifically I do believe that at least three or four that we've heard so far are in my book of poetry that I've been writing for the past two years. I bought from Barnes & Noble a journal, I bought a journal, I buy journals all the time, but I bought this journal from Barnes & Noble specifically to write this book of poetry because when I want to publish it, I just want to scan each page. Um, which may not be pretty like sometimes I spell bad and sometimes I make mistakes but also manuscripts are kind of nice for that same purpose like the Howell manuscript I can't remember where it is I think I lost it in some divorce at some point um, <laughs> well I was engaged and I call that separation a divorce so 
there's that one um but yeah there's in my how manuscript it's incredible to see where like this like ravished passionate thought comes out onto the page and then you get this like really polished thing at the end after editors have gone through it after you've spoken out loud after you've seen it happen and seen it read heard it read maybe I'm starting to fall asleep also ultimately the reason that a lot of these things don't happen are because is because whatever um I have like grandiose ideas and not really grandiose institutional support I do have like light institutional support lately I've been learning a lot about what institutional support looks like. Oh my goodness, one time <laughs> I was having a reading of a musical and someone said BIPOC three times in a sentence and this person wrote in the chat and they were like, hmm, they used the word, oh no, they said QTPOC and they were like, they used the letters QTPOC like three times in like one like I don't know, set of lines, like, isn't that weird? I was like, I don't know, sometimes I say that, QT, QTPOC, wow, I almost couldn't say it. Sometimes I say QTPOC, like, three times in a sentence. Don't you say QTPOC three times in a sentence? That's two times right there. Um, and whatever I just said that I can't remember, I said three times in a sentence. Oh, it's lost now, because my phone made a noise. I'm gonna look at it. I don't know that I'm helping you go to sleep because I'm so um, energized. If anything, I feel like I'm just. Well, truthfully, also, so welcome to like really being kind of like a partner, like I said in episode one. Um, because sometimes, like, a partner or a lover will like get in bed and they're like, okay, I'm exhausted. We should be exhausted. We've, we've done things that will make us exhausted. Let's go to sleep. And I'm like, okay. And then we cuddle up. And then I just start talking. <laughs> and I'm just like talking about stuff that's coming in my head. And they're just like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 And I'm just talking. Um, so it's kind of like that. And it's your job to uh-huh and to uh-huh uh-huh and just slowly drift away into sleep and then when you sleep and you're just making those soft Or if you're a light snorer, which I can't really do. You've already heard me fall asleep now, so you know what I sound like when I sleep. Okay, my Uncrustable is most definitely all warmed up. <laughs> and I feel like you should be on the brink of sleep. And if you're not on the brink of sleep, I can tell you a really brief, a really brief, um, bedtime story. 
Once upon a time, there was a frog named Jag, like J-G, and Jag really loved to hop around the pond. One day, Jag was hopping around the pond, and they caught a glimpse of something move. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Nothing usually moves in this pond but me. And so Jag's like, well, I don't really want to go in the pond, in the pond. I feel like I've already been in the pond in the pond and now it's my job to be above the pond in the pond. But I'm really, really, really curious. So, I'm just gonna keep whipping my tongue out at the pond to see if you come hang out. And so he goes, And eventually, up comes this little seahorse and the frog, Jag. We can call Jag by their name. And Jag is like, whoa, this is not the sea. And the seahorse, named Fuzz, is like, I know, right? And you're just knocking on the water, calling for me. You didn't even know my name. And Jag is like, you're right. Hi. With, that's Jag just like throwing their tongue out there. That's how they say hi too. They're like, hi. Um, my name is Jag. What's your name? And the seahorse is like, oh, sorry. And the seahorse, Fuzz, is like, yo, what's up? I guess my name is Fuzz. I'm cooling. Yeah, the seahorse takes a lot of time in between their words. And the frog is usually like much faster. But the frog is like, let's just take a chill pill, figure out what's going on here. So Jag is like, okay, what's up, Fuzz? I hear you chilling. Why are you in my pond? And Fuzz goes, oh, this is your pond? Because I'm in it. And you're just on top of it. And I don't see how it can be yours if you're not in it. You know? And Jag is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, I was in it. I am, I was made in it. You don't even know me. But I gotta let you know, this is my pond. And so Fuzz is like, all right, I hear you. I hear you. I don't know you. But if you can share the pond, I can get to know you. And Jag is like, whoa. No one has ever said they want to get to know me. 
Also, no one has ever asked me to share my pond, but no one has ever said they want to get to know me. And so Jack considers it, and they go, again, they like, their, they like stick their tongue out one more time. And they're like, all right, fellas, we can share and get to know each other, but I got two rules. And Fuzz is like, what those be? And like lifts their little seahorse eyebrow. And Jag is like, rule number one, if I come by here with a lady or with some frog that I'm trying to mate with so that I can put my babies in my pond, I'm gonna need you to give us our privacy. Our privacy. You feel me? Fuzz is immediately like, oh yeah. I feel that. I feel that. And then, Jack goes, and number two. Because there was no number two. Jack was just happy that Fuzz said yes to number one. And so they just started to kick it. The end. <laughs> so, good night. And I'll see you on Monday.